welcome back to the Beyond Podcast Chat. I'm Steph and I'm here with Chris and we are looking at a brand new series we're doing at Beyond called How to Change a Life. Yeah. Um, that's, a, that's a pretty broad term, Chris. Um, there's, I guess there's two ways you can change your life, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. And when we're looking at the series, I think like how to change a life is kind of like, well, how do you go about it? And you can start listing out um, a whole heap of different ways you can change your life. But I think there's probably two broad categories that all ways we can change your life into. Um, the first one is that you can hurt someone deeply mm-hmm. uh, and, and maybe people listening um, or watching have maybe had someone impact them or hurt them deeply, maybe a, a relationship that broke down. And so as a result, uh, they do things differently and they approach life differently. Uh, and, and the other way that you can change your life is you can actually love someone profoundly. Mm. Uh, maybe if pe- people were to think or be able to name the top two or three people who have had the biggest impact on their life, they're probably people that have loved them in a, in a really profound and unique way. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I guess then, when we look at the church, um, we can be honest that sometimes the church hasn't always loved profoundly. Um, in a lot of cases, the church has actually hurt people deeply. I mean, how do we how do we go about that? Yeah, look, I think that's 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 a big thing that we have to contend with, and that's something we need to acknowledge right off the bat that um, religion in general, um, the church being part of that, has definitely hurt people in profound ways. Uh, but the truth is that the human beings hurt people in profound ways every single day. Organizations uh, do that as well. Uh, and where the church, I think, often falls down is that we, we're not intentional about loving people. And so while we've hurt people in profound ways, there's also ways that, that we hurt people without, uninten- uh, without just intentionally loving them. Uh, a simple example could be maybe you went to church and you just didn't feel welcome. You know, no one, no one gave you a smile at the door, no one showed you where the toilets were, no one told you what to expect. And so as a way, uh, as a result, you kind of felt like, oh, well, this is, that wasn't a great experience. Um, and I think part of the reason is because we just haven't been super, super intentional about loving people. And so then what's happened is we've accidentally hurt people in, at certain times in certain places. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Well, in saying that though, with the church, I mean, there's a certain way church has to do things. There's a certain, I guess, procedure for church um, processes. Um, doesn't that kind of just mean that some people feel left out? They just don't feel comfortable in church? Yeah, I think there's, there's definitely that impression that like, oh, you're a church person. And there's, a, there's an idea in a lot of people's minds about what church looks like. And often what they're thinking of when they think like, hey, this is what church looks like. What they're thinking of is an hour on a Sunday. What does that hour on a Sunday look like? And there's certain ways that has to look and there's certain um, things you have to do in that time. And the truth is, if we go back into, uh, into the book of Acts, which is kind of like uh, the history of how the church began, this was a, an issue that the first followers of Jesus wrestled with. And um, <clears throat> there was a point because uh, the church was kind of born out of the chrysalis of Judaism. There was a point where they kind of, I guess, had the first business meeting of the church and, and they all gathered together and they were talking through, hey, what does it look like and what does it look like to be the church and, and, and how are we the church now that we're kind of following Jesus and this brand uh, new way of living? And Jesus' brother James steps up and all eyes turn to him and his, uh, what he says in Acts 15 verse 19, he says, we should not make it difficult for people who are turning to God. So in other ways, uh, as long as we talk about Jesus, everything else is is up for grabs and we should not make it difficult for people to get to know the God who loves them and and wants to change their life. So I guess what you're saying, Chris, is that um, church is responsible for life change. But um, I guess a lot of people would be asking, you know, how, how do we start? Where does that begin? 
And I think that's a great question because the church should be a place that changes lives. It should be a place where people are loved profoundly. And, and you're right, often there's like, well, we know what we're supposed to do, but we don't know how we're supposed to do it. And so uh, over the course of this series, we're gonna look at the idea that really one of the major ways we can do that is to just be intentional about loving people who don't share the same views and don't share the same values as us. Because the truth is uh, that Jesus didn't just die for Christians. Um, Jesus entered into history and died on the cross for the sins of the entire world. And what that means is, is that, that when we come face to face, with someone who doesn't share our views and doesn't share our values, we're coming face to face with someone who God loves deeply and God cares for uh, in a profound way and God sent Jesus into the world uh, to rescue them and to die on the cross for them. And so our approach should be to love the people that God loves in a profound way as well. So we know uh, a new series is a great time to bring someone along yeah. to beyond. Um, who should we bring? Who should we invite, invite along? Yeah, well, this series uh, I think is really going to be really, really great for uh, for maybe people who went to church for a while and then maybe stopped going. It'd be a great opportunity for them to kind of uh, refresh and uh, and rethink. You know, what was what was the church designed for? What was the church supposed to do? And how does the church go about changing lives? I think it's also fantastic for for unchurched people, or maybe for people who haven't had a, a great experience at church. Um, who maybe think church is supposed to look and act and feel a certain way uh, because we're going to kind of go behind the scenes. This is one of those rare opportunities where a church is kind of broadcasting and say, hey, we're going to tell you uh, all our secret sauce. We're going to tell you all the reasons why. We're going to dive really deep in it. So if someone was just curious and was like, oh, what are these church people all about? This would be an opportunity just to kind of come sit in the back um, background and just kind of observe, take notes, uh, make fun of us on Facebook online or something as you know best kind of things to yeah do. best best case scenario that's <laughs> the worst case scenario rather <laughs> um, well thank you for chatting with me today Chris um, and thank you for listening how to change a life is launching at Beyond Church May 27th at 6:30 p.m. see you then